Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday, the 28th of July. Today, the Kangaroos pull out the big bats for their Clarkson hunt. David Warner forces Cricket Australia into a difficult decision and why the World Cup pre-tournament favourites could be in for a shock. But first... Tonight, it's the game we've been waiting all week to see. Or rather, the jersey we've been waiting all week to see. I can't wait to see it. Manly will play the Sydney Roosters tonight at Four Pines Park and will run out wearing the much-discussed Pride jersey. Since being announced last weekend, the special rainbow piping on the jersey has driven a wedge through the Manly playing group, with seven players having made themselves unavailable for tonight's game based on religious beliefs. God spoke to me. I must obey. And it's gone further, with reports that the New South Wales police have warned the club that the seven players should stay away from the venue altogether tonight for fear of fan violence or abuse directed towards the sit-outs. Which I think is probably a wise decision. Because on a night where the goal was to make everyone feel included, the decision by those seven has likely caused some anger amongst members of the community. And opposition coach Roosters Trent Robinson is one of them. Yeah, I feel like it's unfortunate that in 2022 we're, we're sort of still having this conversation. I think it's great what the owners of Manly have decided to do. And, you know, it's unfortunate that it's panned out this way because um, everyone's equal. No matter what race, gender, sexual preference, then everyone's equal. Let, let people make their choice and let's not discriminate against those, and we're still doing that. Robbo making his feelings known on the issue, but also going a step further and providing a perfect example of how the game is facing an opportunity to learn from its past and fast-track a social cause within the sport. If someone said they weren't going to wear the Indigenous jersey, there'd be an outcry. 40 years ago, that would have been the case. You know, 80 years ago, we wouldn't have had women in league ground. We've moved on those fronts. We haven't moved on this. Nailed it, Robbo. And while after Robbo's speech, I do want to side with the Roosters tonight, I'm also hoping those manly players that run out there tonight in that special jersey feel the support they deserve for taking a huge historic step in a sport that has a long way to go on this particular issue. Let the hunt begin! The North Melbourne Kangaroos' pursuit of supercoach Alastair Clarkson is on. Having parted ways with coach David Noble a few weeks back and sitting stone motherless last on the AFL ladder, the Roos are looking to Clarkson as the man who can lead them out of the football wilderness. And they're pulling out all the big guns, or big bats in this case. That's the best of Ricky Ponting. And it's carried for six. Ricky Ponting. Current head of strategy for the Hobart Hurricanes in the BBL, one of the greatest batsmen in the history of cricket, and the number one ticket holder of the North Melbourne Kangaroos. Ponting is set to be the tip of the Kangaroos' Clarkson spear with the former test captain scheduled to meet with the supercoach this week to help facilitate what he believes would be a perfect fit for the club and its long-suffering fans. And Kangaroos legend Wayne Carey speaking on Triple M's midweek rub believes Clarko is exactly what his former club is after. They need really strong leadership like that. They need someone to, to really stand up and make strong decisions and make the right decisions for the football club uh, in terms of winning games of footy. And I think that Alistair Clarkson's obviously the right man for the job, so I think he's the obvious one, and and I'm glad they're going about it. He gives the club automatic credibility. I think that's what they need as well. Um, They need relevance. They need, you know, we, we need someone that can be the front person for that footy club. And while Clarkson also has had several meetings with the GWS Giants about their coaching vacancy, Kerry also has his eyes on another possible piece for North Melbourne. 
Essendon skipper Dyson Heppel. If I was North Melbourne, he'd be one I'd go and get purely because of the person and the leadership that he'd bring to that footy club. I think he'd be a great get. And I know that they were thinking about or was bandied about a Luke Hodge-style uh, type player and, and were they out there. Well, I think he sort of half fits that bill for someone like North Melbourne. So I'd, if I was North... I'll be talking to him as well. Heppel has reportedly received an underwhelming offer for a new contract from the Bombers, and Kerry thinks that the Roo should look to pounce on a proven leader should he decide to explore his options for the first time beyond Essendon's walls. Cricket Australia has been working its ass off to try and breathe new life into the upcoming season of the Big Bash, but it's just received one hell of a gut punch. Warner swings it away on the leg side for the first maximum of the afternoon. And now David Warner's rolling nicely. David Warner, one of the most dynamic T20 players in the history of the format, has asked for permission to skip participating in his local tournament to chase the riches of the Middle East and take his willow-wielding skills to the UAE's newly created T20 league. Warner would have been part of the Australian side scheduled to play against South Africa in January, but after South Africa cancelled their visit, Davey W now wants to take advantage of the reported $2.1 million on offer to the Aussie for a three-year deal in the UAE. Money talks, people. And Adam Gilchrist believes Warner's ask has put Cricket Australia in a precarious position. Yeah, I think it'd be almost commercial suicide for them to allow a player like him to, to go head-to-head up against their own competition. And while Gilly, speaking on SEN's Waitley yesterday, acknowledged Cricket Australia can't make Warner play in the BBL, he did suggest a possible unique solution that could usher in a new style of Aussie cricketing contract. Perhaps it is the first example where David Warner doesn't sign a contract with Cricket Australia at all. He just plays for a match fee. Right. He goes and plays whatever he wants, but says, I am available for every test match, for every one-day international, every T20 international, should, you know, by way of example. I'll be there for you in national colours, but other than that, I'm going to play my club, my franchise cricket, wherever I want to, uh, knowing that none of those big tournaments will be clashing with international cricket. Personally, I blame this whole mess on South Africa for pulling out of the series in the first place. Play that song, Ricky. The FIFA Men's World Cup is fast approaching with this year's tournament taking place in Qatar in November. But Brazil, the number one side in the world, is facing the possibility of having to win the cup without their best player. And Neymar! What a finish! Well, that's the class that Paris Saint-Germain have been missing over the last three months. Neymar, the third highest paid player in the world, the Brazilian striker currently plying his trade with French side Paris Saint-Germain, is not only at risk of missing the World Cup, even worse, he could be headed to prison. You're going to jail. Neymar is due to face trial in October over alleged irregularities in his transfer from Brazilian club Santos to Spanish giant Barcelona in 2013. Neymar, his parents and two former Barcelona club presidents will face allegations of corruptions over claims the parties lied about how much the transfer actually cost to avoid paying more money to a Brazilian management group who were entitled to a percentage of the transfer. And while I'm sure the devil is in the detail, the scary part for Neymar is that the prosecution have requested a punishment of a two-year prison sentence. And don't quote me on this, but it's really hard to play soccer at a World Cup when you're locked in a cell. 
And that is your Fast Fun Hitter Sport for today. Now, tomorrow, I've got a special Commonwealth Games edition of the scorecard. It'll walk you through all our best medal chances. Spoiler alert, there are heaps. And it'll give you the heads up on who could deliver our most magical moments at the Games in Birmingham. Don't miss it. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the scorecard. Listener.